0: Welcome to A Better HR Business, the podcast that looks at how HR consultants and HR tech firms grow their businesses and how they help their employers to get the best out of their people. Remember, for show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Okay, let's get started.
1: Hi, folks. Thanks for joining me today. Ben here. I'm at SAS Stock, and I'm sitting here with Hanno Renner, from Personio, the HR tech business. So, Hanno, thank you very much for joining me. Thanks, Ben. Hanno, let's just start with, can you tell us a little bit about personio How did the idea come about and how do you actually go about forming the business
0: and the reasoning behind it? Yeah, so Personio is an, a holistic HR management recruiting software for small and mid-sized companies. We call ourselves the HR operating system because we do cover the entire lifecycle from recruiting, onboarding, managing employees, paying them and developing them. Essentially, it's quite similar what you would think about Workday, but for specifically targeted for SME, because we've been seeing that, especially in the European market, there's a very high degree uh, of uh, non-digitalization in HR in the SME space. In fact, over 70% of the companies between 10 and 1,000 do not use an, a digital tool today to manage their people. And with all the benefits, of course, everyone, <laughs> including ourselves, but also all these companies have seen digitizing other functions. HR has been a bit lacking behind, and we've seen a similar motion in the enterprise, but but now sort of with the new cloud solutions, there's actually opportunities to really provide affordable, fast, integratable tools to those businesses that help them really digitize uh, the processes and also involve people into the processes where it's not just anymore an HR tool itself, but really something that helps the entire organization digitize. And um, yeah, we started in um, late 2015. essentially. Realizing that problem, or yeah, realizing that uh, through one of my, my friends who's been a CTO at a company of 100 people but responsible for the HR data, having them all in Excel sheets and uh, very different places and uh, having troubles keeping track of them and, and running the process efficiently. And yeah, that's seeing that we've tried to build a first prototype that solves some of these problems, talking to customers early on, getting quite some good feedback very quickly, having first paying customers within Bootstrap for the first year. and Without validation and, and knowing or thinking that the twenty paying customers we randomly got, were, which couldn't be the just the one twenty ones that uh, feel have that problem, we've yeah expanded from there and then yeah ex- built what we today call the HR operating system.
1: That's excellent. And those first twenty
0: or twenty one customers were they uh, from friends and family or were they unknown to the business? Of course, we've been trying to um, also talk to people we know and get introductions, but it's. It's mainly been not like it's been sort of second or to third stage introductions uh, that got referred and quite quickly also those users referred us to others and I've reached out to a couple of uh, on LinkedIn as well to to get some first customers. So it's been a mix, but uh, certainly also people that we have, have never heard before that that really were excited about the things that the software could do for them.
1: Excellent. So can you tell me who are the actual ideal customers for the business? Because obviously you, you are sort of covering the full life cycle of the HR employee lifecycle. So who are the ideal
0: customers for the business? Yeah. So we're essentially talking companies, um, broadly speaking, we have customers from 10 to 3,000 employees. I think we are very strong between 100 and 1,000. For companies below, it also works very well, but uh, that's where we can do more than they necessarily need, especially like a 20 person business might not need to cover the complexity. And if they'll always stay at 20 people, uh, then that, that might not be, yeah what they need uh, specifically and there might be easier more lightweight solution but for, uh, for i think 100 to 500 or 100 to 1000 people that's where we uh, which we consider our ideal target uh, spot and, and where we have most of our customers today at the same time as that given that yeah there's there's not that many modern solutions in the european market that really try to solve uh, european hr in a in a holistic and and, and smart way we can also uh, we we're quite broad stretching also into the yeah, smaller companies. Excellent.
1: Now, you guys have had pretty amazing growth, right? It's something like
0: in three years, you've grown to 300 staff. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. We're just, I think we're 289 right now, but closing into 300 in the next month. Well, you'll let me know when that happens, I'm sure. Can you tell me,
1: how have you acquired new customers? How'd you do it in the early days? And then how have you done it in,
0: in recent times? Yeah, I think for us, customer acquisition went through sort of three phases where we initially started and a lot of that was just When founder-led growth, it was me uh, trying to get out, but but a lot then based on referrals from our early customers, referring us to new customers. Then we've been starting to do uh, some marketing, but mainly like sort of the what you refer to as always on channels, so things like Google AdWords and stuff like that, where you're just being present for people that actively look. And I think that's been something that that has worked really well for us, where because there's such a a lot of uh, large demand in the market, a lot of people recognizing now that they want to digitize the HR and that, that hence there's quite some search traffic. And then uh, more recently, we've been also starting to to more actively educate parts of the market that haven't been searching, both by our, uh, us sort of uh, doing events and, and conferences, but also partnering with, with HR consultancies that help us um, yeah, talk to their clients about these things and, and help them understand the benefits of digitizing HR. Excellent. Am I right in thinking that you
1: acquired a company, a payroll company? Is that right?
0: Yes, correct. Uh, earlier this year, we've uh, acquired another startup uh, that was sort of the same age as us, uh, based out of Madrid. But they've been solely focusing on um, innovating and automating payroll in different markets. So they've they've already had built a build and payroll engine for for Germany, Spain, and UK. And but it it in a way that, that they can build other engines on top for other markets. And we've been partnering with them in the past already. Uh, hence, uh, because we've always had and have today uh, all the salary-relevant data, uh, or payroll-relevant data, including salaries and the relevant tax information within Pisonio. And that has enabled us to uh, yeah, provide uh, the salary data through uh, an API to this payroll um, company already, and, and had hence having the partnership. But then at some point, we realized to really innovate and provide that full experience of an automated payroll engine and, and also doing the pre-checks on all the data that's ended and all these things. We would really need to to work even closer, and hence we discussed with with folk there. We we've been from a cultural standpoint very very aligned, and hence uh, decided on that that partnership and, and moving them into the Posonio umbrella, and now working together and having a, a big office in Madrid uh, that that focuses on expanding that.
1: Brilliant, and I am guessing that all of the staff at Personio now requested a transfer to Madrid, but <laughs> you'll sort through the paperwork on that one. A lot of my listeners are either in the HR tech world, but also there are many who are consultants or in large consultancies. Do you guys work with consultants either as referrers or as advocates for the business? I'm just curious how you might partner with them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So what what we do um, a lot is uh, sort of get the, the consultancies uh, that help the sort of small and mid-sized companies think through their processes, optimize the HR, and uh, maybe even establish it if they're a bit younger. And that's that often... Uh, Comes with like preempting some of the pains that they might or otherwise experience or are already experiencing by not having proper systems in place. And given our horizontal approach in regards to HR, we can solve quite a lot of those pain points. And hence, a lot of those consultants like uh, like to refer. We do also do have partner programs uh, with those where we try to to help them uh, also then benefit from from those referrals. But of course, we always only want to them to refer us if, if they also see the benefit in in using Personio. That's so what we. The only thing we, which we're consciously not doing is uh, working with consultants that work with sort of the enterprise space because that's not where we are trying to yeah sell our product into. Just last couple of questions. What's your advice on other HR tech companies that would like to grow faster? So I think the most important thing I think for for any growing company, but it's also in the HR tech space, is taking like practice what you preach in regards to HR having enough focus on that. I think our HR team. At 300 people right now, is is over 20 full-time employees that, that are focusing on hiring the right kind of people, developing them, because people are is the most important asset in any kind of business, and it also is for HR tech businesses. And hence, uh, putting enough focus on that. And also, <clears throat> I think the other thing I would say: a lot of companies or people always refer to startups as moving so fast because they they can just like they don't have structures. They, there's a lot of chaos, and that allows them to make fast decisions. And embracing that. Last bit of making fast decisions, and but without having as much of a chaos, I think for us at least what worked uh, really well is that even if if you don't want to diminish the agility of a startup, you should uh, focus on processes early if you aspire uh, inspire, aspire to grow as fast as we've uh, we've done in the last couple of years, because otherwise it would just explode. And you have so many internal problems to to deal with that sort of. Yeah, dilute your focus on, on the things that you want to do as a business. And hence, uh, we have, we've been focusing a lot early on on building an organizational structure that we feel can scale, building the onboarding process that make the many hires. We hire around 20, 25 people every month, making them productive fast, having a very good and selective recruiting process that, that also weeds out even if you are really in need for some position, but you don't have the right candidates that weeds out those. And I think that's those are things which I would... Recommend any, but also any fast growing HR tech business.
1: Okay. And last question, just so we're clear for listeners well, what's your geography? So, whereabouts are you based? So, originally German speaking tax countries, but you, I know you've expanded and it's growing quite quickly. If people want to learn more about the business, partner with you, become a, a customer, partner with you in some other way, whereabouts are you and, and what should people do?
0: Yeah. So, eventually, our goal uh, for us is become the category leader for HR software uh, in SME in Europe so that Everyone that thinks about an HR solution, Sonia is the first thing that should pop to mind. From a geography perspective, we've been sorting in the terminal dach market, Germany, also Switzerland. That's where we still have the strongest footprint. But in the uh, beginning of the year, we started expanding. While we always had customers using Sonia in forty two different uh, countries around the world, we also are now actively like investing into those markets. And the first ones we we went after, and we're currently operating in are um, UK and Ireland. Are Spain and Nordics and Benelux. So those four regions essentially are uh, which we're currently focusing uh, most on, where we've, um, we've built up an office in Madrid and, and London, and establishing some in Nordics and Benelux as well. So that, that's uh, we are open to customers from other areas, but those are the, the main ones where where you'd get very competent uh, people speaking to you. Yeah, the people that wanna both partner uh, up with us or use our website both would be um, on our website. Um, good way to, t- to get a touch, have a request. Uh, a free trial, um, play around with the software requested a web demo there, or uh, we do have a partner area where you can sign up for referral partnerships, where you can get in touch with our partner teams to work out a deal that, that helps you also uh, delight your customers with, with Personio. Hannah, thanks very much for joining me today. No worries. Thank you, Ben, for having me, and have a good day.